0: 10 Fun Life is in the house. It's <laughs> Wednesday morning's wonderful world of entertainment with myself, Jim Johnson, and the infamous James Gilly. James Gilly, he's oh, in yeah, the sure. house. This is uh, your only Smoky Mountain news broadcast, bringing you
1: entertainment all the great smokes. things
0: that are happening right here. Your guide to the Smoky Mountain adventure. That's what we do. I That's agree. We, do. we bring it. We bring it on. We bring it. I hope you all are doing great today. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you hit that nice little share button and say, share "Hey, you got to, to see the these guys. It'll change your life. It's the best thing you ever watched today." Share say it, to it the anyway. World. Share it. it click the little
1: button below. Share it out to all your friends, all your all your pages you work with. More people that have this thread, more you know, it keeps on building better and better and better. Well, so it does. It it, does. it's it's cool. It's cool to see progress.
0: We've had great viewership. I want to tell you something. I really, really, really appreciate every one of you that has been sharing this and making sure you're making comments back to us because we'd love to be able to talk to you. This is a live show, so make sure that you're making comments. Talk to us. Ask us questions. We've got some incredible guests on the show today, Yeah, I'm and really I know you're spo- going to want to ask some questions.
1: I'm really stoked about today. I'm not going to lie.
0: No, it's a big one. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a big it's one.
1: different. It's 100% different from everything we've done. It's kind of...
0: Well, we, we've never had this like show. Anything like yeah, this. This is, is pretty, a great show.
1: This is pretty wild. We've got
0: music, yeah. we've got pro sports, and we've got UFOs. Ooh! I'm how can you, you say no? I'm going to tell you. How can and, you say no today? And here, here's the big thing about the UFO thing. It is documented.
1: Inducted into American history, 2015.
0: Inducted into the American history. Yeah. I, I'm, we're talking serious stuff, so all you naysayers out there about UFOs, today we got proof. For you, and we got the guy here that's bringing it to the world.
1: Yeah, also there's some really great entertainment running this weekend. I got a a lot of great artists in the area. Shout out to Rick Stone. He's playing at Two Doors Down in Maryville, and he's also playing at the Gym Bar up here. Uh, Jeff Lane's at Union Place. He'll be on the show later. We also got a lot of artists down at uh, Gallenberg Brewing Company as well. Um, running up entertainment up here in the Smokies, so go out and see these people play. I'm really excited about that.
0: You know, big news here, happened July 1st, right here in our area, is the Forge Cinemas have opened back up so you can go watch movies again. That's great. You know, I'm I'm sure you got, with the new mask mandate, we we did just have Larry Waters. He is the Sevier County Mayor. He just, he came on the other day and talked about how it's going to be mandatory for you to wear masks. In public spaces, inside, inside, not inside outside. Still,
1: okay, inside and outside. Yeah,
0: no, not outside, not outside, oh, so just inside. Just inside. But if you're outside, we're—he's just asking. Social distance, six feet apart. Try to try to be cognizant of the people that are around you. Yeah, you know. And and here yeah. here's one thing oh, I to say, this guys, because yesterday I was at Home Depot. If you're wearing a mask and you got a sneeze. <laughs> Keep your mask on! I had a guy in the middle of, of Home Depot. He pulled his mask down, sneezed. Put it back up. Put his mask back on. I have
1: noticed all the grocery stores, they, ha- they have arrows. Doing? All the grocery stores have arrows on on the ground. You have to like follow yeah. a certain order. And yeah. if you go out of that order, they call you out.
0: They call you out. Oh, well, yeah. you know, COVID only travels in one direction. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Now, her said, if you're going down an aisle, this is what doesn't make sense to me. I'm just saying. All right, let's hear it. If you're going down the aisle. It's a one-way. All right. Now, we've all had those moments in time where someone's stopping and they look. They're looking at stuff and they're trying to figure out what they do. Do you wait for them to go on or do you go around them? You know what I'm saying?
1: I'd put Everybody the bl- goes around them. Put the blinker on and go around.
0: Everybody goes around. Yeah. So, whether you're going one direction or the other, are you not still going around a person? And we got masks on. I'm just saying. That's true. You I know. think it's it's kind of it's kind of a sticky situation. It is. I think COVID only travels in one direction. <laughs> yes. COVID right. absolutely.
1: Sadly enough, a lot of states are still getting watch shut down. States. Man, you know I've, they I've, are. You know, I mean, you know, people I are getting it, happen.
0: which is true. People are getting it, and there's like so it. many mixed signals on both sides. Should you? Shouldn't you? Is it bad wearing a mask? Is it good wearing a mask? Blah blah blah. blah. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a specialist. Every time I watch all we the can news, do is listen can... to the news. Who do we take? Who do we who every time I watch the
1: news? It's like. 58,000 cases have a rose today, you know, rising today, and it's just like, man, it's just like the coronavirus keeps on getting worse and worse and worse, but yet everything's still opening, 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 you know, and I think it's, yeah. I don't think we can stop it at this point. I think too many people have it and it's just going to go across the country. Well, like here's the thing. Has.
0: If one person has it, it's how it all started. One person had it. Yeah. As long well, as one person has it. My hair's being weird today, man. It's all over the map. Apologize. I'm sorry. Do you all have a problem with James's hair today? We
1: have a problem with James's
0: hair. Do you happen to know?
1: I, I a need a
0: stylist. Was, that can help James. I need Dillard. a
1: stylist out there. Anyone have a, a stylist? needs a stylist.
0: Hook him up. Give him a give him a good stylist. I know Y'all need, know, need we you need know, your I'm help. Sure. All right. Well, folks, make sure that you are making comments because we'd love to have a communication with you back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because without yeah. that, we're just two guys in a studio talking. To each other and our guests, which is which is great. Right. I mean, I'm good with that, but yeah. we'd really like to hear from you. We really would. And you guys are in for a treat. Um, the first person,
1: you want to go ahead and get, jump into the first person. Well,
0: I mean, you met him. You're the one okay. who found this guy. Yeah, I mean,
1: or he. We found each other. It's crazy. Love the story. Enough. I met this dude. I met Tom Reed from uh, at, in front of Kroger's a long time ago. i <laughs> <laughs> enough. Um, At four o'clock in the morning, something like that, you know. It was was super late. But let's let's run the trailer of his new show that just came out on Netflix, and we'll tell you how I was all involved and everything else, and we'll get into the history. This is really neat. If you guys like unsolved mysteries, uh, his 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 episodes on the 2020 just came out. Uh, It was number one on Netflix uh, just a couple days ago. So check it out. Let's 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 see that thing. Roll it, Hannah
2: my hope is that there is somebody that's out there that knows the truth
0: give us a little help that's what we're asking for i kept saying there is something bigger
3: i'm going to find out we may have something more sinister going on
4: all these years we never spoke of it it just doesn't make sense
3: I just can't forget about it. I won't forget about it.
4: I would have never let her go. I think they were probably taken by people who were desperate. I have no memory of the lost time. I saw a lot of lights. All of a sudden, everything erupted loudly.
2: I could lose thumbs thinking about it.
3: This case needs to stay open. It shouldn't ever close.
4: I know something
2: happened to him. I know somebody did
3: something to him. What were they hoping to accomplish?
0: I'm here because I think there's. I really do. If you know something, please come out. That's pretty cool. It was. It's That's super... pretty cool. Now, now he does have an actual trailer. trailer of himself and what he's doing in Unsolved Mysteries, yeah. and you go to his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. What's, your, what, what's your Facebook page? What's the Facebook page
1: it's under? It's Tom Reed, Miami models. Miami models.
0: Tom Reed, Miami Models. Go there, and you'll be able to watch the trailer that he had. Um, I'm super excited. The story about everything, how this got to Unsolved Mysteries all the things that are going on, the accolades that have come out, the proof that's been laid out. Tom himself, man. Tom Reed is in the house. Tom, we're so glad that you're here, man. So glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Well tell us your story of how this all got started. Unsolved Mysteries, I mean that's pretty super cool. Everybody out there loves Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Um, Okay, so I was contacted uh, a couple years ago uh, because we had a monument UFO monument in our name in this town for making UFO history and it really was an historic event and uh, you know all these monuments were being torn down and removed and ours was one of them that actually was torn down as well Um, and so with that um, I was in touch with our segment producer which was Cindy Boyle and she's like this is crazy I would like to do a story on it and um, I'm like yeah let's let's do it it's unsolved I grew up with unsolved you know it's kind of awesome I never thought in my wildest dreams of being Unsolved Mysteries, right? And uh, You've been on a couple shows. Yeah, I've been on Discovery, Travel. You know, yeah. I'm, just, I'm shooting right now with Travel Channel, and I'm working with a company in Toronto, actually, for a TV miniseries uh, about it. But back to Unsolved. So Unsolved was like, you've got all this documentation. They went to my page, and they're like, we would love to include the, the documents that this case has around it, but at the same time would like to show the flight path. Of this craft that you ended up having an encounter with and what spawned all this was these conversations in our diner back in 1969 because there wasn't a lot of places to eat so all these people would meet there and talk about it and to make a long story short the friction and the dynamic within that diner in the fights and things that broke out back in the day are how our diner had proved to alter the natural progression of the community and with all the documentation, the polygraph test, it was later deemed an historically true event. How oh, super cool. So that is, that is really how this happened. The right. thing it's is awesome. though, these these larger communities and towns like Great Barrington and, and so on, well they had witnesses too. So our our case took place in Sheffield. It really wasn't part of that Great Barrington crew. And um, and so with that, after shooting this, they spent so much time on these other people that they never showed a lot of the documents that i have that was all left out of the program so i was actually there to add that validation to the subject but then at the end of the day it was never shown
0: yeah i think yeah. people are sometimes people aren't ready to hear this kind of stuff but the fact that it's documented and you've been given in you know it's certification inducted, inducted into american history which, is, american history. which <laughs> is like
1: when I first met Tom he was like you know we were, I was in the parking lot and he was just like hey check me out on IMDB so I'm walking through Kroger's you know checking Tom out on IMDB yeah. and I called him the next day I was just like okay tell me about yourself you yeah. know let's go, let's go out and get to get a drink and let's talk and uh, he was just like man I'm trying to shoot this, this sizzle reel essentially to pitch it to Netflix and I was just like oh I'd love to be part of that you know and then at the time he had another producer and then that guy fell through and then he had another lady and she fell through and then it just you know it kind of happened for a while and then it finally happened and you he, he pitched it and it and it worked yeah,
4: yeah. I kind of I pitched a, a sizzle to um, through a friend of mine who had connections with um, net Netflix and then that kind of spun you know made its way around to um, the unsolved crowd and inex- inexplicable pictures and that kind of thing and and uh, so yeah it, it got in it, it uh, made its way into the program but again what I would love to show people is what I have for documentation and why Unsolved was so interested. Let's do it. Okay, so um, let me start with an act. How this whole thing really happened was a tribute to my late father, which that part is never told. My late father was a politician, and he was a an attorney. And back in back in the day, he actually had this case mentioned at the United Nations on October 2nd. He was also backed by Senator Chris Dodd in his run for office and with that had a lot of pull and so it was brought before uh, the the parapsychology society within the UN and unfortunately my father lost his life on the very same day
0: i really sorry so, to hear that. So That's because my
4: father was advocating this incident in the Southern Berkshires, the Historical Society and other people within the Historical um, community decided to look into this further. And so I took a polygraph test. That was one of the first things I had to do. That was actually taken right here in Knoxville. And I passed that. And there's another letter about my polygraph. And then they reached out to the radio station that actually broadcast it back in 1969. This all hangs in the Roswell UFO Museum. It's been in there for a long time. And uh, with that, um, the Historical Society then voted, uh, put this to a census. They had weather medical records. Um, Do you have the documents to the UN? Did he pass his polygraph test? Um, How many other witnesses do you have? Um, Let's get in touch with the radio station. Let's get in touch with the police department. And so it went to a census, they voted on it, and they said, yes, your diner and everything around it was impacted this community to a point where it altered the natural progression of the community. Therefore, it was like Billy the Kid altering the railroad. So because it impacted and divided the community, it was historically significant and true. And it became the first in the United States to ever get that far, to be deemed true history. So then they inducted it. This is their letter. It talks about Project Blue Book. It talks about pretty much everything, and then with that, they wanted someone to seal their decision to um, rubber stamp its induction, and so Charles D. Baker, the governor of Massachusetts and the lieutenant governor, entered me into United States history along with the event, and this was sealed by a circuit court judge, Kevin Judge Kevin Titus. So it was sealed to make this an uncontested legal document. Yeah, that's so,
0: awesome. I love the fact that you're here because you
4: know things like this seem to get
0: buried. Yeah, a lot. It, did. it did. You get buried again. They just didn't didn't get it? buried. It Got buried and, and unsolved. People don't people don't talk about it. Right. But in re- reality, here we have you talking to us about how this has actually been inducted uh, right. into the history. What, what, what's the <clears throat> American history? Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing, folks. Right. A big, you can only squash so much in the world that we live in today. We have you know. Pretty much access to doing media live like we're doing here today and it's not censored you know we're able to talk about whatever we want to talk about which is right. awesome and people like you can come in here and tell us the truth
4: yeah and I'm I, that's why I, I welcome being here I really appreciate it there's one more thing let me show you this so when this took place and some of the again some of the information that unsolved was very interested in is I was actually on the cover of the Boston Globe for making US history so unsolved mysteries they knew that I made history. That's why they wanted to show it. But the idea originally was, you know, what did they really see though? You know, no one doubted this happened. It was just like, what could it have been? That was the mystery, right? What, because where I grew up was around uh, Pratt & Whitney, Sikorsky Aircraft, a GE. So there's an awful lot of manufacturing facilities back in the day. And the town in our diner where we lived was only a couple of miles from where they mined the magnesium for the atom bomb back in the day. Wow. Okay. So it was never a question that, that something happened. But the idea behind Unsolved was like what, what, what was it you know, what, the, what really happened to these people and so again I was on the Boston Globe when they unveiled a monument in honor of my family so again I was under the impression I was on there to expose all or enter, introduce all this documentation and not one not one document was shown in that show
1: but it is a good show, I must say we, we Yeah, were, but at the same time,
4: you know. that's why I was there Yeah. And then these other people were like Okay, we saw it too, so you could see the flight path Of the thing, there's it, no question this thing happened But so, um, for me that's That was a little bit of a disappointment For me anyway, but I was glad To be on it, you know, it was a good show And, and there's others in the works as well Now the but, great thing is though, today
0: It was on the show It's been what the show's about Yeah you know everything that you talked about the documentation everything we're showing it here live on our show mm mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know I mean we do have to realize that you know not everybody especially maybe government doesn't want us to talk about this if there's a cover-up a lot of conspiracy theories everybody talks about these right. things but you know literally there's been hundreds of thousands of sightings from people right you know I'm a desert stormer so when okay, I was in cool. desert storm there was a lot of stuff you could see everything in the sky. I mean, I've never seen that many stars in my life. Here you are in the middle of nowhere and all you see is sky. And there was a lot of funky stuff going on up there. Right. You know, so. I mean, you could see things. Jets tend to fly in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> not, not this kind of yeah, way, they're fairly you know what I'm linear. saying? They're fairly linear. You know, yeah. and helicopters don't yeah. move that fast. You know, right. they don't. anyway, I'm not saying it was or wasn't, but heck, I don't know what it was i have no idea you just look up and you're like what the heck is that
4: all right so let me let me give you the positives okay um all right so back in uh, around 2015 when this monument was uh, introduced or or, or placed by the town of sheffield on our property um i don't think they had any idea that it was going to become this huge tourist attraction so there were people coming in from all over to 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 see the park and um with that um the roswell museum because they had our case in the, in the museum for decades right so they're like well we wouldn't mind donating some money to your park you know let's get a bench or two because wow. it was it's a water park area you saw the bridge yeah. on unsolved you know that's basically my park I my park is on one side of the bridge the town's park is on the other and that bridge connects the two but because that bridge was boarded off back in 1994 I guess closed um, that area that used to be an easement or a turnabout, if you will, for the town was no longer their property because they only had a right of passage anyway. So, so the town said, you know what, let's put a monument there for Reed. And it was unveiled live on ABC News, and it actually had my father's name on it. It was actually a tribute to my late father. He he val- you know he kind of um, you know supported the towns, the town's people so that w- so inducting it was kind of a way to pay tribute to him. Sure. You know, kind of a, sure. a respectful thing. But that park blew up i mean uh lee haglin you know um was it you'll you'll see the news articles where he's actually been supportive of travis walton uh from fire in the sky he um co-sponsored a bench with ben hansen um most known for his uh tv show factor faked um we have uh, mike barr from ancient aliens you know he sponsors a bench um lights from um in light polar solar lights Hmm. um, from a numerous people uh, sponsor solar like eight of them there and um, unsolved gave us a donation too to the park
1: and you have a new addition too.
4: yeah we got more coming in which is super sweet yeah yeah and so all these benches started you know being installed along the waterway that's awesome with in between these solar lights and um, willow trees were donated I mean people came out and donated stone and it was just this outpouring and I don't think anyone really thought it would be that much of a tour spot that people would you know that it would be so um, supported by so many different people so here's what happened so the town of Sheffield it's a small town um, you know they 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 like there's a couple select people people on a select board don't like the topic you know but um, great Barrington was like well wait a minute we have people here who saw it too and so now there's this like a little bit of a struggle to you know whose case is it really we're the ones that got inducted, but there were so many other people there too, and rightfully so, they played a part in it. But so there's this almost like a hijacking of sorts, or an attempt to try to get some control over it because yeah. it is on private property, and so there's nobody in the area that's a thousand miles away that can park an ice cream truck or or sell hot dogs there without my approval, right? Do you like ice cream? Well, certain ones. I'm a little, you know, I like, yeah. I'm more <laughs> yeah. of a frozen yogurt I just want to know so, if you're going to have an like ice a nice frozen shot. yogurt, and I can't <laughs> get up without my coffee. So thanks for that, guys. Oh, and Santa but, said. Yeah. Santa, yeah.
0: Santa, thats Santa Claus's mug. Oh, okay. And, he's a, and he's he a commented of this morning. Okay, and said, well, I did
4: lose a few hours, but not yeah. six months. So he, he said <laughs> he said that you are
0: more than welcome to use his cup. He I said really that's appreciate a great it. Thing. right? I'm you sure Santa has been, been misconstrued as a UFO. Yeah. yeah, right. You know,
4: over the years, right? You know. I mean, flying deer. So. so, so anyway, back back to the thing here. So, so where we are right now, and I think why some of this got suppressed on the TV show is that they kind of focused on a historical society, and because they inducted it, they kind of also have some rights to it too. So they kind of focused on the great Barrington aspect of it um, with their team, but I was in a different town. So, you know, that was kind of the the, where the, uh, I think we, there was a divide, but uh, I was contacted last night again by unsolved and I talked to them for 40 minutes and it looks like they're going to do a recap and they're going to start showing some of these documents because a lot of people were like emailing them and texting them and going, what happened to all the, you know, Reed's documents because it really was about our case. But because they brought in a bigger town, you know, they kind of took a lot of the time from the uh, from the episode. Sure. But uh, all in all, I think it was a success. I mean, it's like the highest, you know, it's it was number, number one, one in the country, It was I number think. one.
1: I, I, lay, I went to yeah. the showing party, and then I was laying in bed that night, and I turned on Netflix, and it said, Unsolved Mysteries, number one in America." I, said, I took a picture of it and said, hey, check this. Yeah. This is super cool. That was really cool. a too. You know? And yeah. it
2: was
4: like,
1: that's awesome, you yeah, know? Yeah, it was fantastic. And actually, actually, tell them about the...
4: Oh, the Frisbee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so how, how is there is any way to ends. show our part? Oh, by the way, so I shot with, before I do this, because I have to um, segue into that, the um, the new sign in my park was actually donated by H&Aliens. H&A so if you go to my park in Massachusetts in Sheffield, Mass, and you see this big circle type of, almost looks like a lollipop type of thing. Um, uh, it's really a, an old gear from a, a tractor that they... Uh, uh, an artist re and then inserted this plate that was donated by ancient aliens into the sculpture and um so i was contacted um by uh, uh quest at um disc golf and uh they wanted to, they were asking me if i would entertain letting them put in like one of those uh disc uh, baskets plus, i guess basket. for the game and i'm like yeah sure of course you know why not it's uh you know practice social distancing, right, and so uh, they were like, let's look at this, uh, look at the park, and some of the guys were all there, it was at their house in, 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 outside of Orlando, beautiful place, by the way, I mean, 5,000 square feet was awesome, thanks, Th- thanks, Justin, and um, so anyway, uh, when they looked at the sign, and if you go to, if you go to ufopark.org, org, you'll see the entrance sign, and so it actually looks very much like what's called the Turbo Putt, disc golf. And um and with that, um they are now going to manufacture I guess about 5,000 of these that look just like my park sign and we'll have uh some uh, disc golf baskets in there and uh and have our own line of um of uh disc golf uh, frisbees if you will. Uh, one's going to glow at night, you know, one's going to glow in and uh this one will be look li- just like the sign that's so cool so that's uh, cool yeah piece. so i'm really you know it's it's growing and the park is uh is uh staying in the in the news there is some controversy over it um no yeah yeah po- so, so that also you know i think for, for the local papers they love that right because you know nothing <laughs> sells papers more than controversy um so uh i'm really excited i think a lot of positive things are happening and um at the end of the day I stay involved in this because I pay tribute to my late father who yeah. lost his life over it. And I think, you know, people tend to lose track of that, you know, and then they interview people who are like, oh, you know, this happened, I was, you know, light held me down. I'm like, you know, why don't we get back to to the roots of this thing? I mean, I've got a responsibility to the governor of Massachusetts. I have a responsibility to the lieutenant governor. I've got a responsibility to the historical society. I've got a responsibility to Judge Titus who sealed these records, making them a, you know, an uncontested lawful document, you know, I need to maintain a palpable delivery with this thing. And, and, and so when you don't show these documents and you add this, what I consider to be a little bit of a a colorful fluff to it too, because of course it has got to be an entertainment aspect to it or they're not going to run it. Right. But I can't do that. I'm not going to, um, I'm sticking to the facts, why I'm here. Uh, I support my father and his efforts and uh, we're proud to have a park and to have made UFO history. And for me, that's that's where I am with it. And I want to make it- says a lot. You know, do, I make, to have those kind of documents right. that and prove I, and, it. And I would love to have a little- That's completely different. Yeah, you know, I can see this being a little cool little UFO frisbee type of thing. <laughs> right, Heck yeah. I, it just works. And that, for that, I think that's fantastic. And the park is for everybody else. It's not for me. I live a thousand miles away from the park. And so for me, that's my role. That's That's where I stand with this, you know. And if other people on the show want to <laughs> turn it into a Harry Potter film, <laughs> that's up to them, you know? Yeah. But for me, it's it's about the documents. Well, and uh, Oh, by the way, one more thing. So it was actually, I don't know if I showed you this, The my monument was actually deemed an historic landmark. And so when all these other monuments are being ripped down, they ripped mine down too. Hmm. So I don't even have a monument there anymore. Hmm. So Unsolved, I got a conversation with them last night, and they were like, well, maybe we can help you get it back. So... Be great. Solve so for that. Yeah. Let's hope
1: so. So where can people go and find you and follow you Tom? You're on Facebook, you have a website. Can yeah. you tell people what it, what, it, what what
4: it's called? Yeah, uh, ufo It has uh, an awful lot of information there. Um, and of course, my website is thomasereed.com. Um but as far as this topic, my park and uh, the unsolved mysteries, uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes photos on there too. I've right. got Oh, by the way, yeah, so they were they were going to have this uh, um, segment with the limo and my father being in a limousine, which I got the limousine out front by the way. Yeah. We can all go to lunch. And we'll lunch have get, get to a take a picture <laughs> so We'll take a limo for lunch. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was cut out of the, 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 uh, the segment, the episode. And so those pictures are actually on the site. Um, and there was you know, a few other things that were cut out too, but the whole segment with my dad was, was removed too, which
0: well, hopefully it'll get back in there.
4: Yeah, yeah it sounds I mean, like it will. So.
0: Yeah. Well, man, thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, Tom. Absolutely. We greatly appreciate you being here, telling yeah. us all about what's going on right. and the fact that you've got actual documentation, historical, it's, unbelievable. it's, badass, it's, right? it's documented, is <laughs> it is in history books now, folks. Yeah, it's, um, make sure you check him out, go to his website, go to his Facebook page, you can find Follow out more. Him, yeah. And you can watch watch the episode he's talking about on Unsolved Mysteries. On Netflix. On Netflix. Episode 5. On episode Netflix. 5. Yeah. Thanks, Fantastic. guys. Well, thanks again. And thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll be right back in just a minute, right after a word from our sponsors. Hey, hey. hey. We're, back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. We're back in action.
1: Back in action. That I tell a, you, Tom's, wild, wild Tom's pretty
0: amazing. That was a heck of a story.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's I love it. pretty wild.
0: True story, folks. True story. True. Yeah, for True. sure. UFOPark.org. Yeah,
1: UFOPark.org.
0: You can UFOPark.org. You can also follow
1: Tom Reed on Facebook or check him out on IMDB.
0: Now, yeah. Tom spells his name T-H-O-M. Yeah, T-H-O-M. T-H-O-M like Thomas. On Facebook. Yeah. So yeah. you can catch him there. Exactly. Exactly. Man, you know, and moving on from UFOs and talk about flying discs. We got another
1: great guy. We got another great guy. (laughs) He's a specialist
0: in flying discs.
1: His name is Clint Burner. Clint Burner. He's in the house. He's a professional
0: frisbee golfer. Or do we call do we we call it disc golf? Is disc disc golf golf the proper whatever? I mean,
2: we're at a point of expansion for our sport, so. We're just happy people are talking about it you can call it disc golf frisbee golf whatever you want to call it how'd
1: you get into playing disc golf clint
2: well um i played baseball my entire life really enjoyed that aspect of you know just friendly competition and always kind of like keeping myself in shape working out um i had aspirations of playing in college tried to walk on the ut um, was successful in doing so for a short amount of time until i tore my labrum That ended my baseball career, so I did nine nine months of rehab with KOC in Knoxville, and then shortly after found disc golf.
1: You've been playing disc golf since
2: since 2011. um,
1: Now, when'd you go pro? When'd you get signed and all that good stuff? I mean,
2: that's all like you can consider yourself going pro once you, I I guess, um, commit yourself to like the highest division possible, which is men's pro open. But if you're talking about being affiliated with like a, a company and being sponsored, that I wasn't affiliated with Prodigy until 2016, 2017. So it took me four or five years, and I don't know if that was due to just like my own merit of trying to get sponsored, or uh, the first couple of years where just me kind of like fig- figuring the ins and outs of how to throw different shots. And um, yeah, you spend a lot of hours. Playing yeah, disc it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of grind grind hours. It really is. I mean, if you want to at the level that um, the professionals do it takes the same amount of dedication that any other sport or facet of life would. Oh sure, I mean, it's now
0: a, now, what a lot of people a lot of our viewers would probably like to know because there are a lot of fiz- frisbee golf courses oh, in yeah. the
2: area. Tons. Now
0: you have to tell us a couple of them locally if you know them here in Sevierville, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Knoxville, so, surrounding communities.
2: Yeah Gatlinburg has a nine hole course I think called Mills, Mills Park Um, I've never played it before, but one of my friends grew up in the area, and it was his home course. Um, He's actually won, like, they do an annual tournament there during the winter, and he's been a winner of that multiple times. Um, But, yeah, I I grew up in Knoxville. It's not too far away, and there's probably eight to nine very good, like, tournament caliber courses that you can drive to within 45 minutes of each other. So we're kind of spoiled in the East Tennessee region for disc golf actually some of the best players in the world. The number three player in the world is from Kingsport, Tennessee. His name is Chris Dickerson. He's a good friend of mine. Wow. Sponsored mm. by Prodigy, the company that I used to be affiliated with. I'm a free agent now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a sport that a lot of people haven't heard about until they have, and then you just realize you're encompassed with it. Right, it's, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It really You don't is. even realize it's everywhere. Golf courses are closing down two to one for disc golf courses opening. So, wow. like, every golf course that closed down, two disc golf courses open.
0: That's amazing. Wow. That's no, awesome. I've, that's a great play, sport. I've played at the one yeah. off North Shore. In that's Knoxville. right next to my house.
2: Admiral Farragut Park. Admiral Farragut
0: Park. That is a cool course. That's it's a, a short
2: little track. It's a nine hole yep. course, but they have two tee pads per hole to where you can go through and do 18 in like 45 minutes to an hour. There's yeah. also
0: another one right in the middle of Knoxville. It's right off of Pleasant Ridge. It's behind Victor Ash Park. Victor Ash Park. Yeah, yeah, it's big. It's huge. Yeah. That was nice. I played there a couple of times. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's I got to get, get back play. out on the course. Maybe I should go with you. Let's go play. Some we'll do foam. a live live broadcast out Shady there, the and ropes. you can you can teach me some cool stuff with frisbee golf. Yeah, yeah. It's I love quite, it. It's I've fun.
1: seen him throw discs far, far. So
2: far. so how yeah. far
0: <laughs> can you throw a disc? Okay.
2: So um, disc golf is measured in feet. Um, traditional golf is in meters. So uh, we're a third of that distance, as far okay. as like. Um, the measurement goes like right. like a 500 yard would be a 500 feet so 500 yards would be like 1500 feet right? yeah but do you so, throw
0: a 1500 foot i mean is so, there a 1500 i think
2: the, i think the world record for like the farthest disc ever thrown and recorded was in the desert by simon lazat and it was i think it was just over 1200 feet so it's like holy, holy smokes. yeah so it's like four football fields and some change maybe wow something that's like far that, yeah. dude that's but, um, super far uh, like, if you're in, like, the highest percentile of distance, um, I would consider myself to be, like, pretty far up there. I don't know if I'm 1%, but, like, I'm in the top 97 probably, like, up there. I can probably throw it, like, 550 at, at my very best. Um, conservatively, i probably throw, like, on average, 475, 500 feet wow. flat ground. Wow. Um, so how
0: how far is, like, the, like, when you're at the disc golf course, how so far are the generally the
2: A traditional distance? par 3 is probably going to be, like, 375 feet to 400 feet, and then your par fours. I mean, some of them are situational, right? You might sure. have like a dog leg that's like 100 feet, and then straight right, right to where it has to it has to be a par four because the hole is not like accessible from the tee pad. So that could be 300 feet and be a par four because you just can't like right. reach it. Right. But But uh, yeah, they'll have par fives there, like 1,100 feet. Like Victor Ash Park, hole three, the extra long pin location is 1,100 feet, and. Like, if you are a top touring pro and have 500 feet of distance, you very accurately might be able to throw two shots there and then get an eagle, but wow. it, it requires a lot of precision. It's tons of physics, um, wind reading, because your disc is being manipulated constantly throughout the entirety of its flight. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I played collegiate baseball, and it's the hardest sport I've ever played in my life, but I love it. It's challenging.
0: It wears you out. My arm always hurts after I play around <laughs> yeah. Frisbee golf. It's a stretch, but it is a lot of fun.
2: I implore everyone to stretch. I'm only 27 and I feel like an old man, but stretching is everything in the sport. If, yeah, I bet. You know, elasticity of your body is kind of how you get your whip and your torque. So, stretch, stretch. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. typical par at a regular regulation frisbee uh, disc golf course. It what mi- is?
2: Yeah, it mimics golf like almost perfectly. Yeah. So. Um, if you if you went to a par three course and played eighteen holes, it's just eighteen times three. So right, your, your right. par is fifty four. If you have four par fours on the course, you just add four more strokes to that because of the, you know, the difference between those two, sure, par threes sure. and par fours. So now you have a fifty eight course par. Um, one of the hardest courses in Knoxville. Um, it has. Short tee pads, long tee pads, short baskets, and long, long baskets. So there's like a plethora of different layouts that you could pick from. Which but park is that? That's Tommy Shumpert Park right off of Raffle Range in North Knoxville. Um, oh, wow.
0: I didn't even know that was there. Yeah, its either. course
2: par is 72, I think. Wow, and, all, and all along the long. Yeah. So you're playing.
0: That's general golf because
2: I'm a golfer. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, that's normal. It's tough. It's like one yeah. of the hardest tracks that we have in, in Knoxville. But, um, yeah, I mean, so normally you just – Either you go to a birdie or die course and you kind of know that you have to shoot lights out or you're just getting stomped. Um, But for the most part, it's usually like a mixed layout to where you'll have somewhere like a 61 or a 62 course par.
0: What I love about Frisbee golf is that, you know, you can go out there, it's just like regular golf. Okay. You can get, you know, different discs for different distances. So tell us a little bit about that because I think a lot of people might be thinking about doing Frisbee golf. And okay. they want to be a little bit more informed on, like, your bag of clubs. You got your bag of discs. So, so, tell us the importance of the discs and what they do.
2: So, just like a bag of clubs, you have clubs, which would translate to discs for every single different type of shot, right? That's why I'm carrying a bag around full of 25 discs. People are like, why do you even? Why do you even need all those, man? They can't <laughs> all do crazy. different things. 25 but discs. That's they great. indeed do different things, and, and in fact, I have runs of different discs in here. So, for instance, this disc and this disc are the exact same run of disc. But from where I've used this one for, like, five more years than this one, this is, like, a dead straight shot, and this has, like, a little bit of finish to the left at the end. So it's a lot about this like, learning your discs, and it kind of sucks when you lose them because you're like, man, I had five years of learning oh that disc Oh, my gosh. Again. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, like predominantly, I'll just go over it real fast. Um, discs are all made with different lips and uh, depth. Depths to the inside of the disc and that's that's for air displacement. Okay, so if a disc is deeper like like a dish looking one Like this more like a traditional uh, frisbee or even like this one This is a mid-range Then it has the ability for air to be trapped underneath the flight plate of the disc and um, it allows it to glide a lot more whereas if it's more aerodynamic like a distance driver you see the profile of that's a lot more thin wow. and the the rim of it's a lot um, sh- more shallow I think it looks um, like a lamborghini yeah so it will <laughs> these will fly a lot quicker um from pitching i have a pretty decent arm speed so i'm probably releasing these close to like 75 miles an hour 80 miles an hour exit speed wow. out of my hand and they'll go up to 500 feet um your if your arm speed's like quick you can still throw mid ranges pretty far as well because of their glide but at the end of the day they just don't go as far. Um, So you're making decisions, um, like distance drivers are going to be clearly like max distance off the t-pad but as I get closer to the basket whenever I'm throwing approaches I kind of want to go to like a slower speed disc because I don't want my my speed entering the green to be super fast. I kind of want it to be doling out as it gets to it so the skip is manageable. yeah they have different uh there's weight parameters you can't have a disc that's over 175 grams um that's like what constitutes it as legal how would legal. you know
1: that right how, <laughs> <everyone> <laughs> uh, and
2: that. six ounces or something like that? Yeah, i got yeah it's know. not too heavy i mean if like you guys can clearly like fill these whenever you want to afterwards but um they're, I think an they're ounce def- is
0: 33 grams
2: ounces 28 grams i don't know how i know that but i do um and it's it's definitely like um weighted a lot more than the frisbees so you can rip them. They have some they have some like, you know, some oomph to it. Like,
1: I was shooting this promo video that you guys saw earlier and like we had this one shot and it's it's at Admiral Park and it's a long one. It's all the way from it's a, it's on the road and I was flying a drone and you can see the 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 blue disc fly all the way the whole the whole length of the of the of the yard and then you know we were like hit the drone hit the drone with a with a disc you know and it got super close but it's those things you know redoing the footage yeah if you watch it's it's in there um you know you can see these discs fly by super quick man they they boogie
2: they they do boogie they They hurt boogie,
1: and they hurt when they hit you by the
0: way so, so. they're um, heavy i mean they're hard discs not like what you normally play frisbee with them I mean, yeah correct massive, so
1: so I had this crazy thing happen to me. So Tom Reed called me and he's like, I wanna invite you out to um, this, this show party, the showing of my Netflix series, the episode. And I said, okay, great. And then he got onto the topic of, do you know anyone who plays professional disc golf? Or who plays disc golf? I was like, yeah, actually my buddy is a professional. He's, he's signed, he was signed to Prodigy, now he's a free agent. And he said, do you think that he would be interested in, in you know coming possibly to Massachusetts and f- Throwing this new disc that's coming out on under my park. It's gonna be re- rebranding this this whole rebrand to bring these discs back. And I said, let me call him and find out. And he's he's sitting on a roof, and I was like, dude, I think I just got you this sweet deal, bro.
2: I was like, this is gonna be so much fun, you know. It's funny the way the world works. Like so years back, whenever I was finishing school, I changed from UT. I changed my major, and I was going to Pelopispy. And I was sitting in my first day of philosophy class, and. I'm wearing a chartreuse, like a pretty bright, like a uh, vibrant yellowish green uh, Nike running running jacket. And James Gilly, I don't know him at the time, walks up and sits down in front of me.
1: I was behind and,
2: you. Or behind me, rather. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've, we've been sitting there for like 20 seconds and I just get tapped on the back. And I turn around and he goes, Bro, are you just gonna wear that jacket like every day? I'm getting a suntan back here from really, these really, like the fluorescent lights. He's like, you gotta take it off like right now. Oh, and that was um, that was probably like six white- or seven years ago. We've been like really good friends ever since. But you know that connection I made years back, just from wearing a, a colored jacket in front of him to uh, you know him you know meeting somebody that has a ufo like world-renowned park and is implementing a disc golf basket onto his grounds because it randomly looked like his sign and like the outer edge of this turbo putt i don't know if he touched too much on that but this turbo putt's actually a disc that was uh, implemented into the market years back i've seen it a couple times never used it before a turbo putt is like a, a technique for a putt where rather than putting traditionally like this you have a thumb track and a finger track around the rim And you can put your hand in it and kind of like throw it in like a like a football almost like spiraling so I'd seen the disc before and I I met um, mr. Reed not too long ago and I was like I've seen this disc before and he was like yeah they're they're uh, re-implementing it to the market and it coincidentally looked like my sign so uh it's it's really, you know, the, not the grades you make, but the hands you shake, they say, in, in this life. It's so the truth, man. No, yeah. that is a true truth. So we're yeah.
1: going to figure out right. how to get up to Massachusetts when this basket goes in, and we're going to film him, obviously, throwing the disc with Tom. We'll get Tom to throw his arm out. You know, I like
0: Massachusetts as long as it's uh, in yeah. spring or summer.
1: Right. So it, uh, it'll, <laughs> it'll get, is it's gonna be cold, right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But it was just, you know, it's super ironic how everything works out and comes comes through. Right. You
2: know, oh, it is, away. man. Because you know.
0: well, here's the thing: if you go out and with the motivation of meeting somebody new, you're going to meet somebody new. But if you don't talk to people and you don't, you aren't willing to meet people, and you say nothing ever happens to me like that in my life, it's because you keep your flappers shut that's and you true. don't talk to people. And you got to be yeah, able to talk that's to you. True, people. yeah. I got you know that's why so. we meet people all the time. You know that's why we all meet people all the time. A lot of people come here and say, "Man, I meet all these people." It's because we're talkers. That's what yeah. we do. We talk.
1: Shake right. and move.
0: You know? You never know who you're standing next to. You have no idea. Right? And not only just that person, but the person that they know.
1: Yeah, what's the odds of meeting Tom Reed in the in the morning at, at you know Kroger's? You That's know? True. Now,
0: what was that the uh, book, Six Degrees of Separation from
1: You know someone every six person?
0: Somebody who was it? Was, was um, it Rob Lowe? I can't remember who it was. You, man. Somebody Kevin Kevin Bacon, that was it. It was Kevin Bacon. Six Kevin degrees Bacon. of separation from Kevin Bacon. It's a book. It's like how many people do you know to get to?
2: kevin bacon right you know kevin yeah. bacon so i Pretty got cool one more cool.
1: question for you what's up disc off your disc golf career has been successful thus far you've been traveling across the nation before yeah. coronavirus coronavirus hit obviously it shut you down you plan on going back on tour
2: yeah so um i've kind of been in that like whenever anybody i guess um deems theirself. um like ready to play and and tour and like strictly tour um they kind of make a decision and it's either um kind of have like a side hustle to where like while you're in town and you're not uh, you don't have like a tournament scheduled for a said month you can go back and you can work or um you have enough funding for whatever sponsorship that you have that they're like giving you enough discs to sell and like supplement yourself enough to you know to sustain like whatever lifestyle you you decide to live um so i'm in the middle of like of currently still working a side hustle job i'm not like fully touring yet but i do sign oh, up were. for i was yeah for a yeah. minute i i had like quit my full-time job and made the decision to, to fully tour um like you said COVID hit, so um i ended up i i don't know if you know dan hood he's a he is an old ut football player and now he has like a roofing company in um in knoxville but name sounds really yeah good. he's a great guy i've been working for him it's it's like definitely good business um but Uh, Yeah, it it put a damper on all of our tournaments for about three months. Um, Normally, these tournaments are pretty um, sought after to get into, and if you're not sitting there like whenever the availability for the tournament to sign up is, like you can be like lose your spot in five minutes. Like it'll fill up all 150 spots, and then there'll be like 30 people on the wait list, and you're just not getting in. So like I'll be out 750 a thousand dollars for like three months ahead of time to get into the tournament, and then you know I have to wait and see if it pays out because. It's all performance based. If I don't finish in the top forty percent of my division, I don't get, I don't make money. So yeah, um, it's due, due to being performance based. COVID kind of hit, and I, I made the decision to get a job um, because that's my only source of income. Okay, like it was my only source of income. Yeah. That being said, um, I'm about to go on vacation. That's gonna feel nice going to Lake Tahoe, and after that. <sighs> Uh, yeah, for the first time, I'm, I'm going to Lake oh, Tahoe and Yosemite National. Like, yeah. I can't be more happy. I'll leave tomorrow. Um,
0: but yeah, place to go, God, that place is beautiful. Yeah, the right.
2: the guys that I work for, I'm actually like giving them lessons to learn how to play disc golf. They're like avidly like trying to learn now and, and love it. And they're super cool about like if I need a time off work, they don't care. Like they'll let me go. So if I need to leave like Tuesday for um practice to to start playing thursday friday saturday sunday for a big event they're like go for it dude like we we know this is your aspirations like we appreciate all your help on your on the side but like you do you live your dream so i'm in a really good spot like it's not fully touring but it feels like it because i don't have any ties to like a 40 hour a week job sweet
1: well cool man um where can people follow you
2: so i have i'm on facebook i'm on instagram um no twitter Clint Um, Clint Burner. yeah clint burner um I would, you know, throw up my Instagram handle, but I don't have that capability currently. Uh, I, you can just look me up, Clint Burner, C L I N T B U R N E R. My professional disc golf number is five eight one five seven. And then hopefully the here US pretty photo. soon through uh, through James Gillian his his company promotions, we'll have a little like minute minute and a half segment of me like a commercial for me as a disc golfer. Uh, yeah. Still hasn't been released to the market yet, but it's on the books and then soon. So. All right. Thanks, guys. It's great to meet you. Man, great to yeah. meet awesome. you, too, man. I want to yeah. talk to you
0: about some other things afterwards, too, because I think uh, our company, Shade Savers, might be a good connection with everyone. Yeah, right. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, help you know, by promoting and maybe making a few bucks. That'd
2: be great, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, guys.
1: Well, thank you for coming on the show, man. We yeah, really appreciate
2: yeah. it. For sure.
0: Stick around
1: and see the last interview. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, Hannah, you want to roll that song by good old Jeff Lane from good old Kingsport, Tennessee? It's
3: called crew. out the window on our way home flew like a banded bird set free But in your mind you were flying south to Key Largo All packed up in daddy's SUV I should have You'd be gone There were feathers on your grill But I was stoned Blind with both eyes peeled Now I'll eat cruel sure like to hold your leg. Stay hard.
0: Back on, back on. That's what it's what's been a wonderful. great show, man. <laughs> thus
1: far, I can't wait for the last guest. we have had UFOs, flying sports. disc
0: golf, sports, and now we got one of the greatest great, musical great talents, music, man, in in the Sevierville area today. Actually, right this,
1: here. I will say Jeff Lane's from. Uh, he's from Kingsport, Tennessee, and he came on with promotion. I guess it's been like three or four months now. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's been, been great. It's been a great adventure thus far, and he is a extremely talented singer songwriter. I work with a lot of singer songwriters, and he's definitely up there on the top. Um, his songs just really, they, they connect with you and they, 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 they take you where you want to be.
0: They punch you in yeah. the eye and make you tear up. Is yeah, that it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they make you laugh, some of them. Yeah. Some make you laugh. I always
3: thought that uh, a good song needs to do something, needs to make you feel some way or another. Oh, heck yeah. Right. Doesn't matter how, it just needs to do something. Right. Yeah.
1: So, how did you get into the music industry, and how, how what what led you to writing songs and being a? You have a band too, and so forth. So, tell us like how you kind of got all this rock and rolling.
3: Well, you know, um, I, I played I played guitar behind the scenes, at least since I was a kid, and I was I was really scared to death of it of uh, being in front of people for many many years. I just always wrote songs and stuff and just by myself, and. Uh, you know, kind of a sad story, but kind of an uplifting thing too, back when the Great Recession hit us, I was in the, uh, the restaurant industry, and uh, I had uh, two restaurants and a music hall. You owned that? I was one of the owners, yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, this was in 2007, 2008? Yeah, it was uh, 2009 was when it all really hit us hard. Got the end of it, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, right after the 600 Starbucks closed. Yeah. Uh, but About then yeah. it hit wow. us. <laughs> but uh, I found myself, you know... Um, busting my tail in a kitchen seven days a week for free and eventually eventually led to losing the farm that i had but while i would be pondering all this stuff every night i would just play music and suddenly I had some friends hanging out with me and it just it kind of i don't know it kind of separated me from my my previous life doing what i did then and uh hell i wouldn't trade it for the world now
1: right so how long have you been playing live i guess like Professionally, because this is all you do, right? Oh no, you're you're an you know, IT guy too. I
3: still have I still have a side gig. Uh, yeah. a, a really great side gig, like the previous guests mentioned. You know, it really worked with me great. But um, so um, I guess probably about, about that time in 2010, I started developing the music with some friends. 2011, on my 40th birthday, I released my first record and my first live show. Nice. Pretty interesting story. Then we released another one the following year on my birthday. And then after that I um one of my great mentors, Quentin Horton, uh who was in my who was in my band still, uh, convinced me to do what he did when he was in Nashville and just kinda hit the road a little bit, get to Singer, know people. Thing. Go to open mics for a while, figure out, you know, where I fit in and and learn about myself. And
0: uh it's been a great adventure, man. Great adventure. Yeah. 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 Well, this week, you know, this week's kind of a sad week for music. You know, oh. it not kind of a sad week? It's really a sad <laughs> week. Charlie Daniels passing away yep. on on uh, Monday yeah, was awesome. really a face kicker. We're losing um, a lot of legends right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, oh, we lost a lot of them. I met Charlie with my little girl. I remember the first time I met Charlie Daniels. <laughs> I was so nervous when I met him. I was just a kid. My daughter, she was one. She's thirty one now. So it's been a long time ago I yeah. met him backstage at a concert and I said I said hi my name is Charlie <laughs> he said funny thing that's my name too I said no my name is Jim I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I was just was so cool to meet Charlie Daniels I mean he's right. such a cool dude uh, yeah Legend. so um, you know in in when you talk about how music makes you feel a certain right. way you know it does and when you're a singer-songwriter like yourself you control the world's emotions man with the yeah. words that you come out of your brain um, and I, I love that. Anybody who can sit down and write a song that makes I you connect, think about life. Uh,
1: yeah, that makes you connect to, like, real amazing. life and real world problems. Well, know, I love what or, you said. Or things. It's, uh, it connects.
0: It is. It does. And I love what you said. You know, the whole world's going through change right now. So I want to tell you out there. You know, he said it himself. Right there. He said it. He said, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, it sucked what I we went through. Yeah. It but it brought me to where I am today. And there's gonna be a lot of that going on. There's gonna be a lot of things that are happening right now that we can look back on, all this junk that we're going through with, with COVID, and it's gonna propel us into a different yeah. direction in our life, so.
3: It's really helped me yeah. as far as, um, I was, you know, like a lot of musicians, really apprehensive about live streaming, you know, and um, when all this hit. There was no more options
0: right all you had to do is <laughs> go live. Force. you know do you
3: want to just have all your friends forget about you you know and uh so uh, i put together um, a pretty cool little live stream and it's today tonight. Too. Yeah, yeah tune in tonight yeah 9 p.m eastern time i call it over the hump I do it every week um,
1: you get great traction too a lot of people follow it a lot of it's hits It's fun. On it.
3: it's fun and I've, I've met friends from all over i've got you know friends from canada to arkansas uh, people in france i mean so you, they they so you connect and they talk, you know, to each other. It's really a, a, great way to to bring people together. And um,
1: you think it expanded your yeah. career? You think it expanded your, your music to yeah, get it in other yeah, places? It's definitely
3: expanded my reach.
1: I believe it. Yeah. I believe it hundred percent. That's like Justin Michaels. He has like he does Absolutely. those and he does it with you too. And you guys get thousands, it's like ten thousand hits mentor. on it, man. Yeah. Like, you know, in an hour, ten thousand hits. That's this awesome. Like, Whoa. You know, it's just like
3: yeah. cranking them. is one of my best friends and also a great mentor to me. And, and you yeah. know, when he saw he saw this coming before I did, and, you know, I remember the call at work one morning. And he called me up, and he's like, we got to start streaming.
1: It's time to go straight yeah. <laughs> You're like, serious. what are you talking I'm about? <laughs> yeah. you know, did you say streaming or
0: streaking? <laughs> I'm <laughs> into streaming. <laughs> well, I don't know about the streaking.
3: Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, he's really boosted his audience. I've done well with my audience, too. Uh, yeah. I've grown my audience faster in the past three months than I've had in years, and um, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. It really has. All right. I think it's made me a better performer too, because it's different.
2: You You're know, most musicians
3: feed off a crowd. All, all musicians feed off a crowd. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's tough the first time you start looking back at a phone, you know, and that's your crowd. And and the first time you do it, the second time you do it, there may only be a thumb occasionally that pops up and. Nobody's saying anything. It's just, it will mess with your head.
0: It does. It does mess but with your, your head. But when you start
3: getting the hundreds of comments on your streams, yeah, you're and, like, whoa. and you see that there's, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 people out there, that if you, if you put your mind in the right place, you can almost visualize, you know, my living room is full.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Completely full.
0: You got people saying, man, your song changed my life. <laughs> There's a lot of that. I mean, yeah. when you're a songwriter, I know that you've had people come up and say, "Man, really, thank you for writing that song." I have, I have. I made a difference in my life.
3: Yeah.
2: You
0: know? So. And usually
3: it's songs that you don't even think would do it. You're
0: like, I, 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 "Hey, cool! All right, great, awesome!" And it
3: just happened to hit them at the right moment in their life.
0: So, what? Give, give us a a list of like your favorite songs that you like singing and the meaning behind the song and how you wrote it and how it became to be. You know, your process of writing this great hit that you you've sung. Well,
3: that's an interesting question.
0: Um, I've
3: got uh, one song I just finished, um, and the idea came to me from a a friend of mine in Canada that mentioned I have a t-shirt that I carry around and on the bottom it says Balladeer. And I didn't have a song or an album called Balladeer. It's just kind of a handle I wanted to put on the shirt, I guess. So um, he told me that. I wrote it down. And uh, I kind of put it in my little hookbook and just kind of left it there. And then one night I had this interesting uh, idea that I guess I sort of am a balladeer. And I wanted to take a song from kind of how I became the kind of person I am to sort of where I am. And uh, I haven't released that one yet, I'm, uh, but uh, I'm getting ready to go talk to a friend, Dave Maggard, over at Sound Biscuit this morning, well, this afternoon. Oh, I know Dave! Yeah.
0: Dave! I know Dave! Dave's a great guy! <laughs> Actually, a really i got to go see him this afternoon. Are you going there this afternoon? Yeah. After our pizza deal, i got to meet with him. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, Dave's yeah. a great guy, man. I called
3: him yesterday while I was doing my, my daily walk on the Greenbelt, and uh I said, hey man, what are you doing tomorrow? I love this
0: studio, yeah. man. Where is it at? I'll
3: give you an interesting story. When Dave, when he first started the idea for Sound Biscuit, I had done a, uh, a songwriter round and met him by accident at uh, Crystal you come Creek. Up,
1: you come up here a lot and do singer songwriter yeah, rounds at yeah. Gallenberg,
3: right? So Crystal Creek, and all the other songwriters didn't show up that day, and Dave was up there playing. This has been years ago. And, um, Are you taking a picture of him Yeah, right I'm now? taking a picture of him, and <laughs> it to Dave. <laughs> so, I'm going to take a
0: picture of him, I'm send it to Dave. I'm going to go, Dave, go so, ahead, so tell We became
3: quick friends, and we played like, a, I don't know, an hour and a half together, just playing off each other. and uh, Did another show after that, I think, and then one day he just called me up and he said, I got this idea, I want you to come talk to me about it. So <laughs> I went down to uh, to his house, to his barn at the time, and he had like this, this little room in there, you know, with... Uh, Little bit of guitars and stuff in it where him and his friends would hang out and practice. And uh, he said, I want you and Martha Christian and Blake Robinson to be guinea pigs for me. And I said, For what? He said, I'm going to open a music studio right here. And he told me his plan. And I'll tell you this not only has he done everything he said back then, He's probably tripled what he said back then. Oh, he's dedicated. Is. Guy, I would love to meet him. Dude, I want to. I want studio, to meet you. I want he's recording Dolly Parton in there. Yeah,
0: his studio is it's amazing. Insane. It's insane. You would never know. You go up to the property and you're like, I don't want to give it away because unless you're invited there, you're probably not going to go there. But you know, it's just so cool to drive up there and go. where, where, where the Yeah, you won't find at? it unless you know where you go. And then you walk into the place <laughs> and you're like. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, it is amazing. It's the coolest studio I've ever seen in my What's life.
3: What's it called? I love it. Soundbiscuit. So
1: where is it located?
3: It's down in Severville. Yeah, Severville.
0: SoundBiscuit. Soundbiscuit.com. Check I need to go check them out. I need to go check out. Dave yeah. Maggard, he's a great guy. I'm doing a bunch of old 8mm film reels, yeah. transfer them to video for him, or digitizing them yeah. so he can do something with them. I think it's just really super cool. That's hilarious. So, yeah, yeah He's a great name, videographer.
1: Like, he's great. This is like. I look up to him and the guy who owns this place too. Both of you guys are great, great mentors. So, by the way,
3: this is a great studio. Right, it's cool. I would cool. Have never thought this when I got here. When it's a, it's outside, a really came neat in, room. Like, no oh, one boy, knows it. Great. All you
1: guys out there has no, you have no <laughs> idea what's going on. You see our beautiful faces, but you know it's it's a it's a super cool place. You know, I came on the show I guess like three or four months ago, and we've done about twenty episodes now together, and it's been like. Dynamic duo, it just worked perfectly. I've loved every minute. Yeah, it. uh, wonderful. And we've we've had a lot of great people, such as yourself, on the show, and it's it's um, been expanding tremendously. It keeps on growing. It's great. It's fantastic. You know, but it, it's important that I get you guys booked up here too. You know, the whole right. reason why I'm on this show is uh, on top of it is to give the the bars and the and the mus- places that play music exposure through this and get the artists through this to get on there to their place.
3: We need it. We you need know? places to play. Yeah, they're right. few and far between right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's true, it's true. So
0: it's good stuff, though, man. Without music, dude, I don't know if we'd all survive. I
1: don't know if we would. You know either. the
0: feelings you get. I mean, how many times you, you're excited when a certain song comes on or brings back memories of things that you've had happen to you in the past or right. you know tragedies you've been through, good times you've been through. I mean, it's all we all relate to music, man.
1: I agree. I, mean, I, do. I oh, do. Most I mean, definitely. I mean, I listen I mean to. Music, man. I listen to all all my clients work constantly. I have him on a shuffle playlist. And I just listen to all your stuff, you know, constantly. Before you even came on with my business, I listened to all of your music. You know, I mean, I, I did the whole dive into you. And I you was. Were,
3: I remember when I had the the interview on the show there um, at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trying to remember which one of you guys, Josh, Josh, yes, Josh. Yeah. When Josh was talking,
1: hello, Josh Morton.
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I I remember him talking about describing some of my music to me and what he thought about it right I didn't realize he even heard it that's pretty cool. yeah
1: we do our research man yeah. you know we got we got to be able to sell you so we yeah. we, we check you
3: out you do a great job it's a wonderful thank you I really
1: appreciate it but you concept. do you do have some really really great songs you know thank I you. thoroughly enjoy listening to music I think it's all great even your band your band's good great too you know, yeah. you guys got some great music. Just try to
3: find a place for a band <coughs> to play right now. Oh, it's in, it's, in, it's hard, man. <laughs> My band, Hundred Acres, we've been together since the very beginning, since two thousand. Well, since two thousand ten. Hundred years, right? Hundred <laughs> Acres, and uh, no Winnie <laughs> the poo. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, it's a it's like a awesome show in a box, man. We show up. We we haven't played since December. Right. Wow. But literally, we do this. You know we go through spurts when we put together a bunch of shows and we go play and it's like nobody ever left the stage it's a crazy good
0: i love that now well, you guys this are all awesome. weekend right playing somewhere this week i'm weekend? playing in knoxville at a you're place playing you at a union
1: place and yeah. then yeah, i do have him booked up here at gallenberg quite frequently coming up i think you start next month at least yeah. on a rotation up here mm-hmm. so he'll be in gallenberg brewing company and as, as soon as their new location opens up then i will be able to get these people up here more that's awesome. um, and then gym bar, I would like to get you scheduled over there with your band. You know, maybe we can book you yeah. in December,
2: right. <laughs> you maybe know, so. a year
1: from now, right, or something like that, because everything's booked out. But you know, it's it's, it's you know, it, the booking industry is the hardest part about this industry. Like flat out, <coughs> if you can book shows, you stay busy. I get it, you know, and everything else. And all you guys still book yourself too, and it's well, you, know, all, you, you stay busy, dude. Like you have a pretty
3: well. I'll tell you the secret, and this other another secret that Justin Michaels taught me was.
1: Justin Michaels. Man.
3: That guy. If you get in a place, put on a show. Yes. Make sure they want you to come back. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. And that's it the is.
3: shows that I have now are <coughs> places that I've played a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I played a show last month, and they booked me all the way through the year every month. Right. You know, as long as they can.
1: Yeah, you're a great musician, though, man. Like, you but, have a great following. People really engage with you, <clears throat> you know, and, and you you you, breed, you know people, so people come and watch you, and then you play at all these places. I mean, like, you know, it's just, You've been doing it for a minute. And you got a good old Kingsport Tennessee, man. That's where my family's from, wildly enough. So um, thank you, man, for coming on the show. Where can people find you? Thank you for having
3: me. Where?
1: Spotify, iTunes, website.
3: uh, Rip it off. JeffLaneMusic.com is my website. It's got my whole schedule on it. It's got every link to everything. Um, On Instagram, it's JeffLaneMusic.
1: Facebook, Lane.
3: Yeah, it's actually on Facebook, it's just I had Jeff Lane. originally named my personal page, Jeff Lane Music, a long, long time ago, so I can't switch it, but it's Jeffrey Allen Lane. But gotcha. if you just look up Jeff Lane, you'll see the music page. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's where I do most most of my stuff. Of course, I have a YouTube page, Jeff Lane Music. Cool. Um, and then
1: tonight, you can catch him mm-hmm. on Over the Hump uh, yep. at 9 mm-hmm. o'clock tonight on nine his o'clock. Facebook page, Tune in. Tune yep. in. 9 um, o'clock. 9 yep. o'clock tonight, yeah. Over the Hump. Well, let's play the last song and thank you right. so much for coming on, man. I Bless really appreciate you
0: guys. it. Thanks for having so me. So glad you're here, man. So glad you're I'm here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> last one.
3: All right. Little tune uh somebody I knew a long time ago named Jones. Had this friend, his name was Jones Kinda pale like a vampire Skinny as a bag of bones We was damn lucky to live through Being young and dumb Pulled a piss with a 72 Camaro We was cocked like a loaded gun Haul, ha haul, haul. It's fun riding shotgun back in them days but one afternoon 20 years later i recognized his face he was standing outside walmart with a cardboard sign and i told him to climb on in but this time i'll drive the hell i you doing out here, man? Oh, the last time I saw you You had a shifter in your hand, yeah I could tell by the look in his eyes that he was down on his luck We sat there for two or three hours just to talk in the truck with three kids and a wife waiting back at the budget end he was just doing what he had to do to pay for all his sins oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. well i reckon time stands still when you're high on pills Life ain't living when you're day to day, it's really just deal to deal. Walking around town in concrete shoes with your arms in the air. And you know they know that you screwed up, but you hope that they still care. doubles for a dollar a piece and that's a damn good thing when it's 84 and 80 down on Myrtle Street these kids would be better off if me and their mom was dead but they ain't no place to do the deed when we're all in the same bed Ow oh, oh So another day on the sidewalk, flagging West Stone Drive. To Jones, it ain't much different now than serving his hard time. He takes a fistful of rent money back with some cheese for the fridge. Well, it sure as hell ain't the Taj Mahal, but it's better than the bridge. Time I saw you you had your future in
0: What, are you, doing?
1: what are you doing, Jones?
0: What are you doing? What do you do? What are you doing, doing Jones? <laughs> get on the bus, weirdo! Hey! <laughs> Shout out to Nigel. Farwarts <laughs> revival. I love yeah. Those guys, man. Wild time that was. We had a great show today, man. Another good one, man. Another great show. Great. Now guests. we're gonna
1: have to. Get, we're gonna go eat a 28 inch pizza.
0: 28 inch pizza. It's huge. Folks. It's, it's massive. You can see the pictures, but James and I have been challenged to consume this 28-inch pizza in 30 minutes or less. And two 32-ounce. Two 32-ounce drinks. I'm
1: going to suck those down real quick.
0: And then then what happens from there is we're going to have this time, okay? Whatever it is, it could be 20 20 minutes, 27 minutes, 28 minutes and 51 seconds. But then the challenge is for someone out there to go to CeCe's Pizza and, and, beat us. and beat the time. Yeah. I don't think you can do it. I don't believe you can do it, folks. We're waiting we're wait to see we're you bringing. guys try. Any of you out there want to challenge us? Come on, come on. We're going at 12 o'clock today. We're, we're gonna, gonna be there. there. We're gonna be live. We're gonna be showing this thing. So we're either going to be victorious, which is, you know, I am all for being victorious. Or I think I can eat a 14. I'm gonna pizza. have pizza coming out my nose. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna eat that pizza. I love pizza. Love You're wearing pizza. white
1: pants. If you get pizza sauce, well, on, see, the, you know? see, I
0: wore this cool shirt. Cause you know if I get pizza sauce on my shirt, you got to expand a little bit. And and I had to wear stretchy pants because twenty eight inch pizza is huge. That's massive.
1: It's gonna be a big boy. Massive. It's gonna be a big boy. A lot of stuff going
0: on. Like I said, uh, the theaters are open right here in Sevierville now. Um, Yep. Forge Cinemas is now open. July first. July first. So we're very thankful for them because the people do things here in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. And. Starting Friday at midnight, we do go into that mask mandate, you know, to help try to protect everybody out there. So indoor public spaces can be required to wear a mask, Um, you know. And also, I got some entertainment up here this weekend.
1: Uh, uh, Friday, two doors down. um, Two doors down from what? In Maryville. Uh, There'll be Rick Stone there. Then on Saturday, he's at the gym bar here in Sevierville. Saturday night, my band, the Ville Band, will be at Smoky Mountain Brewery in Gatlinburg. Uh, Saturday with Jeff Lane and at Union Place in Knoxville, and there's about a hundred other man. artists going on too. So if you if you go, if you go look on that. the Promotion website, if you scroll down, you'll see um, the events. That's all there. Also, you can go onto our Facebook page, Promotion LLC, and go to our events and see where all these artists are playing. It's all from really all over the Southeast now. That's fantastic. Um, you know, and I'm
0: you've been just- busy. You're booking all those music guys everywhere trying to. I love that. I try to, yeah. So if you're a musician and you're looking for someone to help promote you as an artist. Hit up Promotion LLC. We're here to
1: talk to you. Promotion LLC. Also deal with celebrities as well and um, corporate businesses and corporate companies doing marketing for them as well. So
0: if you're a large, large group and you need a great big huge place to play and you've got thousands of people that want to come see you. We know the people. We do. Yeah, you know, those, you know we're yeah. trying.
1: I'm trying to get more connected with these bigger theaters up here and yeah. more people, and yeah. it will grow and expand, and we'll be able to bring more entertainment we'll in and, and bring them to Mountain Fun Life first to promote the shows.
0: That's, that's so. what we got to do. You yeah. know, we've had we've had fantastic musical guests in we the have, past. Today has been a great day for more musical guests. Pro vi- frisbee golf champion. Yes. And UFO specialist Tom Reed, Tom Reed and Clint Burner. If, if you're just now tuning in and you missed the beginning of the show, you, need you should to go, go back, back and watch it.
1: it. Also, look sure. up not, uh, unsolved mysteries on Netflix, and um, right here, boom, cool stuff. you know, um, just, super great. It's super cool story. It's it's really unique. It's different. This is this this episode was quite different from the other ones we've had.
0: Well, it's <laughs> the first time we ever had a, somebody talking about UFOs, that was great. I right. mean, and for it to be inducted into American history is just a whole nother documented like, inducted you can no longer say Yeah, you know all you skeptics out there there are right. flying saucers everywhere yeah it's perfect yeah I love it it's a well, great day well I day. guess
1: catch us next we'll be down at CC's Pizza
0: CC's Pizza 12 o'clock 12 o'clock we are going to be doing a live challenge. stream eating
1: pizza you. getting fat I am having fun. I don't you know, know what to expect. I really I don't. don't. Oh, it's gonna be big, you dude. Know? It's gonna. Be I'm long. hoping that we don't. So that that, cope, that shoot pan out our the, nose the or, pan is pretty big that we saw, but singing a pizza on that pan is gonna be brutal, dude. It is
0: gonna be. It's That's gonna good. be something. But we're excited about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it'll be good. Time. We want you guys to tune in, so make sure. I think we're gonna try to do this by 12 o'clock. So we're gonna try to get out of here and get down and see Mike down at CC's Pizza in Superior. Yeah. And. um if, you, if you're around, we'd love to have you come down to C.C.'s Pizza. Come on down, Check the hello. show out. We'll have stickers that we could give you. You can put them on your car. We'll take um, photos with you. We will take photos with Everything you. Everything else. We'd love else. to, we'd love to meet our fans. The Hummer will be out front. The Hummer will be out front. Uh, you can't
1: miss front. it. It'll say Mountain Fun Life on it.
0: Mountain Fun Life, you'll see Hannah and Kira's face plastered on the side of it really big.
1: They need my face plaster on the side yeah. of it, too. I mean, you know.
0: We might not bring <laughs> as much attention because Hannah and, and... They look a lot better than me, but you know. Savannah and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all tongue-tied. Savannah and Kira are on the side of that mountain fun life. They're a they lot They look a lot better than, than I do. But, you know,
1: They're how can lot you lot say better no better. to this face, though? You know, I look like a cute well, little teddy that's bear.
0: True. You're kind of like a teddy bear. Yeah, right. You know, so I've heard. You know, <laughs> people tell me. They talk. You know what I'm saying?
1: Anyways, thank you all for sh- for watching us. Thank you for sharing this. Remember, continue to share this. And share, share, what, share. What's the what's, the t- what's the tagline now? The
0: tagline is, remember, folks, be blessed and be a blessing to others. Until next week. We'll see you see then. You then.